Welcome to the Living With Less podcast. I'm your host, Chelsea DeMattis, and I'll be bringing you weekly episodes to encourage and invite you along on this journey of living with less of the things getting in the way of our relationship with Christ. Here's today's episode. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Living With Less podcast. Today's episode is going to be a shorter episode, but I wanted to come on here today and just talk about some of the things that the Lord is stirring in my heart, and I'm sure it's stirring in many of your hearts as well, as we are watching deception blaze a trail. We are literally watching those that we love, those that we care about, members of our church body, our neighbors, our friends. We are watching people be just blazed down by deception. And I first want to talk about the unseen, what goes on in the unseen, why we need to be focusing on the fact that the Bible tells us we are to look to the unseen, not to the things that we see, not to the things that we can only grasp with our human eyes. And I first want to start in Ephesians, Ephesians 6. I want to talk about spiritual warfare because people don't understand when, when people talk about the unseen, the warfare going on around us that people don't see the evil that's taking place, the deception that's taking place. And you talk to people who are clearly under deception and they're going, well, what are you talking about? There's, what do you mean? There's nothing going on the unseen. This is just X, Y, and Z. Well, I have continually pointed people to Ephesians 6. When we read, I'm going to start in verse 10, Ephesians 6, verse 10. Finally, be strong in the Lord and the strength of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness against the spiritual forces of evil and the heavenly places. But right there, when people are saying that they don't, they just don't see what's going on. They don't see the evil. They don't see this as deception. They don't see this as a foothold of Satan. They just see this is going on in the world. And this is how we handle these things. And this is why we put our trust in things. Well, those things aren't the Lord. Those things are turning into idols. And I'm not going to be political on this, but I am just saying we as believers need to be pointing people to the truth of what is actually taking place. Because I know I'm not the only believer sitting here watching this take place, knowing what is taking place. And when believers are under this veil where they don't see anything, they're under this veil of deception, we need to remind them. In the book of Ephesians, it tells us that we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. There are evil forces, demonic forces in the unseen. They are deceiving people. There is a looming darkness and deception over this country and over this world, and it's falling over believers. And I will not sit and watch believers be deceived by Satan himself into thinking that what is going on is normal, to think that what is going on within churches is normal. We have churches that are bowing to the appetites of the world. They want to look like the world. They no longer want to look like believers. They no longer want this to be a place of worship, but they want this to be a place of feeling, of emotion. They want it to be an experience. We can no longer, as steadfast believers of Christ, be cheering on 
these places of worship that would rather have people worshiping their own feelings, worshiping this experience. They're following a shepherd that does not know the condition of their flock. So that's what we have to start with. What goes on in the unseen? Because it seems to me that so many believers don't even remember that there is an unseen. They don't even remember the spiritual battle going on. There is a constant spiritual battle always taking place. And if you do not see the spiritual battle taking place, I ask you as your sister in Christ to sit before the Lord in prayer, to ask him, Lord, what is going on in the unseen? Lord, am I under deception? The Holy Spirit does not want you under deception. It says in John 16, 13, that when the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. We must press into that and know that the Holy Spirit only leads into truth. God is all truthful, always truthful, infallible. We rest in his word and we rest in his truth. And when we don't know what's going on, when we don't understand the things taking place, we get in his word and we seek what takes place in the unseen Lord. What is in your word? And we see that there is a present darkness. And this is what we are at war with. Church, we are at war and it is not with your neighbor and it is not with your governor. It is with the schemes of the devil and we must wake up and be alert and be watchful. We must be leading our neighbors and our friends and our brothers and our sisters in Christ in truth. Yes, in love, but in the truth because they are deceived and it is scary watching your brothers and sisters in Christ be deceived by the devil himself when God tells us to be strong in the Lord and the strength of his might. I now want to go into 2 Corinthians chapter 4. And this is Paul writing to the Corinthians and sharing about the light of the gospel. Therefore, having this ministry by the mercy of God, we do not lose heart, but we have renounced disgraceful underhanded ways We refuse to practice cunning or to tamper with God's word, but by the open statement of the truth, we would commend ourselves to everyone's conscience in the sight of God. And even if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who are perishing. In their case, the God of this world, which is Satan, the God of this world has blinded the minds of the unbelievers to keep them from seeing the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. For what we proclaim is not ourselves, but Jesus Christ is Lord with ourselves as your servants for Jesus sake. For God who said, Let light shine out of darkness has shown in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus. You guys, this is what we are commissioned with. We are commissioned with the light of God living within us. What does it say here? I'm going to go to verse six again. For God who said, let light shine out of darkness. This has shown in our hearts to give the light of knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. We, the city set on a hill, the salt of the earth, the light of the world, that is us. That is those who bear the image of God. We must implore people to the light, point them to the truth, point them away from fear and point them to the only hope in this world, which is the hope in Jesus Christ. 
It then tells us, going into verse 16, we do not lose heart. Though our outer self is wasting away, our inner self is being renewed day by day. For this light momentary affliction is preparing us for an eternal weight of glory beyond all comparison. As we look not to the things that are seen, but to the things that are unseen. For the things that are seen are transient, but the things that are unseen are eternal. We in Christ, we know Our outer self is wasting away every single day. Praise the Lord. I am one day closer to meeting my Savior face to face. My inner self is being renewed day by day. Every single day, every day I wake up and there's breath in my lungs, the Lord is renewing me and sanctifying me. He is leading me in truth. He is calling me to obey him. And I know that this light momentary affliction is preparing me. It is setting my mind on the things that I cannot see. It is setting my mind on the eternal weight of glory that is beyond all comparison. My mind couldn't even comprehend the glory that we will experience when we are with Christ. So that's why we look to the things that are not seen. We set our mind on the things that are eternal. But church, everyone listening, what about the ones in deception? My heart is aching for those in this deception. Do they know that they are wasting away? Do they know that there is renewal in Christ? Do our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep, do they remember that their renewal, their hope, their trust is rooted in Christ and not in this world? Do they understand that we will face affliction here? It will not be easy here, but that we get to set our mind on the things above and on the things that are not of this earth and the, and the eternal glory that awaits us. Do they know to not look at the things that are seen, but to ask the Lord to stir up in them a heart that is seeking him as we fight the spiritual darkness in this world? Do they know? Do they need reminded? We have to start asking these questions. We have to start sitting before the Lord in prayer, asking, Lord, what can I do? How can I lead people to your truth? Who is in front of me that I am not seeing that is under deception? We are seeing right now more than I have ever seen in my lifetime, an entire world deceived. I am seeing more believers under deception than I have, uh, than I even knew possible. And I sit here and I go, Lord, what can I do? I am a broken vessel, but I am made whole in you. Lord, use me. Lord, I want to take the light of the gospel and permeate it into the darkness. Send me. Church, we have to ask him to send us. And if that means to a neighbor, if that means to a friend, to a family member, to somebody who is stuck under deception, we must do that. We cannot be comfortable. The church cannot be comfortable. We have to be standing firm. We have to hold fast to the word of God, and we must not be afraid to share the truth of God's word. And the truth of God's word is not fear. There is no fear in Christ. We must seek the Lord We must seek to obey him and we must seek to honor him and we honor him by turning to him for understanding. We honor him by doing what he has called us to and that is to share the gospel to the ends of the earth. That is to love those well around us and to lead them in truth and to lead them away, point them away from falsehood and hopelessness. We have to do this. I know that I sound really fired up. And church, I pray, I pray for all of you listening that you will join me in this prayer, that the Lord will open the doors and we know he will, but that we will walk in whatever conversations he puts before us, 
that we will walk in whatever truth he asks us to share, that we will love people well and be able to have the relationships with people that we need to be able to share the truth and to share what hope we have in Christ. So please join me this week in praying for that, that our hearts would be turned to him, our hearts would be in tune with him, that we would lean into him and seek his heart above all else. And through that, through that will flow the conversations, through that will flow his direction and his wisdom and his guidance. So before I wrap up, I do want to remind you guys of the blessing box giveaway. The entries are open today on my Instagram page at Living With Less Podcast. And I'm gonna tell you guys about the items that are in that blessing box. I am just so grateful and thankful for all of these companies that I'm going to share with you. Be sure you go and check them out and support their ministries and organizations. So the first one, Love One International, they donated a long sleeve shirt, lip balm, and Yeti travel mug. Hope Fuel donated a weekly planner. Hebrews Coffee in Mooresville, North Carolina donated my favorite bag of coffee. From Daughter of Delight, they donated a hat. And from Pure Design Girl, they donated a devotional for for teen girls and young adult girls. And lastly, I'm so thrilled about these. Bubba helped me put together a Living With Less scripture card pack. So those will be in there. So to enter, head again, like I said, to my Instagram page where you will see all the details on today's post. I pray you guys have a great week this week and I will talk with you next Wednesday. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. You can find everything we talked about at chelseadomatis.com. If you have any questions, please reach out over social media. I'd love to chat. If you enjoyed today's episode and are loving the podcast, I would be so honored if you left a review on iTunes or shared on social media. Your kind words and encouragement mean the world to me. And I pray to continue showing you God's grace over my life as you all journey this out with me. Wherever you find yourself listening today, know that you were fully loved and fully known by God.